Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. But yeah, that was his joke about people taking too long in the McDonald's line, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love How do you not know what there is here? <laughs> I love skinny people. We're all God's children. But if you don't know what a small is, get out of the line. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> We're 30 minutes from the motherland. <laughs> when he was in France. I've been eating salads for a week. 30 minutes from Italy. Give me a pizza. Uh, I was in Phoenix, Arizona, and it was 112 degrees. And there I saw a Dairy Queen. And I told the driver to stop. And he's like, we have no time. We're already late. So that after he wiped the blood from his forehead, he said, you know, I should stop and go to the Dairy Queen. I shouldn't be driving right now. Adam, ready or not, we're uh, we're gonna get it going here. Take a swig. Oh boy! And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gaming degenerates of all ages, welcome back to another edition of A Winner Is You, brought to you by thechairshot.com, where we always use our head and we never forget the cake is a lie. It's episode 25, boys. We made it to a quarter century. You know what that means. Woo! We got, that's five for five, top five on fives. That's what we got to do. Is that how it works? I think so. Missouri missed our 10 on the 20. Yeah, we missed our 10 on 10s, but 10s seem to take too long. So 
We're going with fives. Are we playing craps right now? What's happening? A hard ten. <laughs> Five on fives, oh, tens on twenties. We go fifty bucks on three. Yeah. <laughs> Just let me know when you stop playing it, and then I'll bet. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that was the uh, winning strategy. That was that's how Adam won all his money. Was he bet threes when I wasn't betting threes? <laughs> so we've, teamwork. We've got Adam and Drew here. Sean is is out. Uh, as we call it, on assignment. He can't make it. But he does have a little bit of a couple notes for his list, so I'm going to read those off before we officially start. But, as we mentioned last week, we're talking about the top five hardest video game bosses. And there's a man here who wrote his own article about his top five hardest video game bosses, and that's the man, my partner in crime from the DWI podcast, Mr. AJ Belaz, the phenomenal one. Welcome to Phenomenal Funky. You can't just make an entire AJ ripoff. You can't make an entire AJ Styles ripoff. Come on. It's true. You can with us. We don't know. Yeah. (laughs) We have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) That's totally original, what we just heard. (laughs) Smackdown Love is the house that AJ Styles built. Half of us Except get that reference. Except against The Undertaker in that movie wrestling match. <laughs> it was classic. Deep burn. You guys get it. You get it. Yeah. Oh, we get it. We get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, you don't get it. That's the one non-wrestling fan. That's okay. We don't give them crap for it. Wrestling's not the fake. Undertaker. Undertaker works at the cemetery. Oh, he only comes out when he's like not working. <laughs> Didn't he throw Mick Foley off the hell in a cell? Did yes, did yes. he threw Mick Foley off hell in a cell? Well, yeah. Yes. Look at that. Look at that. See, I know things. What he is... knows. Was that the second time that match happened? Because wasn't like the cage like real shit? Like they could like. When they would take a step, it looked like they'd sink like two feet. Or was that the next <laughs> match that that? That was so, that match. Uh, that wasn't the first match. The first one was HBK and Mankind. Right? Yeah, see, it wasn't as bad yet. Wasn't that Hell in the Cell? Taker. Or Taker, Taker sorry, and Mankind. HBK was the first. Because that was when Kane showed up, right? But but they had, the, they had the top of the cage for Taker and Mankind full of nothing but uh, zip ties. Yeah. So that's why it was like falling apart. Part Smart. so quickly because you have two big. giant people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's his brother Kane. <laughs> uh, you like uh, Dan Holt? Oh, this is bad. We're, this this is not a wrestling show. This is not a wrestling show. It's not a wrestling show. That's tomorrow. If you want to, did you like my joke about the giant event showing up in the new Impact Wrestling Arena? Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> What's the giant giant event here in the Impact Wrestling Arena? (laughs) I don't know what we're gonna do with the big show sheet now. It's gonna be it's gonna be awkward. We'll have to figure that out tomorrow. But anyways, today we're talking video games. And we have our own little sheet that we do, but it's just our uh, you know, list of topics, so we're gonna do that. 
Shall we play a game? Game one! Yeah, game one! That's really easy. We're just talking top five hardest <laughs> video game bosses. That's it. So let's just, I was going to say. Let's just do it. He started it. playing it. He started playing it. I'm like, shit. I hope, I hope it's just the one topic I know about. That's it. <laughs> I didn't prepare for anything else. <laughs> you didn't prepare for this one either. So here we go. Barely. I barely So inspired by our, our good friend, Mr. A.J. Belaz over there, we decided to do our top five hardest bosses, most difficult bosses. Uh, not specific maybe to a boss, but a difficult, memorable time in a video game to a point. And I'm going to let our boy, the funky, fresh, phenomenal A.J. Belaz, start us off since he wrote the article, which you can find on thechairshot.com. There you go. Brought the DWI bill today. Oh, Lord. So if you do want to follow along with AJ's list, you can find it on thechairshot.com under AJ's top five hardest video game bosses. So AJ, what do you got for number five? Number five. I know I'm, I know I'm on the younger side, and I probably... Probably people my age never really touch this game. But I have from Street Fighter 2, it's M. Bison, where I'm pretty sure we all remember the arcades where, oh, yeah, we're going to play this fighting game. One token equals one life. Yeah, we're all good and all that. And then for some reason, for Street Fighter 2, you get to M. Bison. And M. Bison, for whatever reason, hit harder than Titanium, where one of his moves literally, like we like. I said before we started, took about two-thirds of your health away, and you're like, wait, this is best of three, and I have to work with, like, 33% of my health. What the hell? Um, another thing. Let's see if I can beat him again. Okay. So I'm pretty sure good amount of roll of quarters from when I actually found the stand-up for this that I went through just to try to beat M. Bison alone. It he was, and then he was an unlockable character, and he wasn't as broken as we all thought he was. <laughs> yeah, I was a Mortal Kombat guy uh, more than Street Fighter, so I, but I had that same problem with Goro. You know, when he got to Goro with the extra arms, it was like it's fucking impossible. Like you get all the way up there, no problem, and then yep, there's quarter after quarter after quarter. Oh, God. That's why I, I don't have games. these experiences yeah. that you guys had. My first you... time in an arcade was like last year with you guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> ten bucks all you can play. What was it? Fifteen bucks Jeez. all you can play. <laughs> that's not necessarily true, but that's what it feels like. So what? When uh... I was when I was going to an arcade at that little, it was not to like legit play these games. It'd be like, where's the one with Simpsons? Where's the like? Where's a pinball machine? And it's like mom quarter and then you just go smash it for a bit until you lose and then on to the next one <laughs> does that mean i'm the youngest is that because i'm the true millennial i think you're <laughs> the youngest yeah see that's why 
Very, well, I don't know. Um, I don't know. You guys fight it out. AJ and there. AJ and Adam's got to fight that out. Which Adam's the youngest? Well, I'll be twenty. I'll be twenty-five in seventeen no days. No way. For real. <laughs> Dead serious. Yeah, okay. He's the youngest. He's got gotcha. That means you're a you're a professional gamer for sure. <clears throat> Yay! Now I know what it's like, you guys. When I'm always like pointing out how young I am to you two. Yeah. Grandpas. Yeah. Okay, what? boomer. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> what? Where's my uh? Here we go. I'm too old for this shit. There you go. Finally got to use that. Oh, oh yes. weapon. Yay! <laughs> he coins that and says it four more times. It does. There's actually a clue on uh, Jeopardy today. Lethal weapon. Was it really? Yeah. Who hosted today? Mike Richards, the executive producer, is now hosting for the next two weeks. Did he just? Yeah, I was curious because I know they've been rotating. Yeah, they uh, haven't. Guest ones and whatever. They just had uh, Ken Jennings doing it for six weeks, and then he had to quit because he's got the chase going. Um, So this guy's doing it. The EP's doing it for supposedly two weeks, and then I think someone else is going to take over, so I'm not sure who, but... Yeah, I just Rogers is doing it once, at some point. Yeah, he is. Rogers is doing. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, Rogers is doing it. I want him to grow out the mustache. He has to have the mustache. We'll see. All right, Uh, Drew, why don't you do number two? Oh, should be second on the list for us. (laughs) So we know Adams. We know Adams' list. Or number five. You're number five. You're you're second on the list. And you're doing number okay. five. Drew oh two, it's a number five. Here thought, craps again. I thought, thank God we're only doing two. Because then I could actually talk about it. <laughs> uh, no, my number five is uh, Stalkers in uh, Dan, and our, Dan and I's favorite game right now, Horizon Zero Dawn. So uh, if you haven't played it, uh, it's a... Uh, it's a pretty awesome game. I'm not going to really explain the whole game, but basically stalkers are some machines in this game, and they're the only machines in the game that actually can turn invisible, and you can mm-hmm. kind of lose track of. Uh, you have this ability to be able to kind of see enemies through walls and stuff, and when the stalkers are invisible, you can't see them anywhere. Uh, you really have to rely on just maybe seeing this little shimmer uh, that is their kind of mirage effect. And you know, later in the game, they they aren't as as difficult as they as I'm making them out. But uh, you can you can stumble across a few of these early game, and man, uh, does it make your butt pucker a little bit when you all of a sudden run across these things and they disappear. And that's is that has never happened in any other enemy that you've ever come across. So uh, early stalkers is what I'll call it. And Horizon Zero Dawn, they are pretty awesome. That is a good one. I never even think about that. Did you have you gone? Have you done any of the corrupted zones? And did you do the corrupted zone oh, yeah. with the stalkers? I didn't do corrupted stalkers. Oh, so fuck that one, because that was like I got to the corrupted zone and I'm like, okay, where are the corrupted machines? <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, I noticed what so I saw the a glimmer where it, it showed up for a minute, and I'm like. Oh damn it! I'm like stalkers in here. I'm like, all right, 
So I, you know, snuck into the area where you could hide under some, you know, under some of the brush and got yep. to it and found it's, you know, recognized its path. And all of a sudden, yep. oh, there's a second one right next to it walking a path. I'm like, <laughs> son of a bitch. So as mm-hmm. I start to take them down, oh, guess what? There's two more running around in the area that came after me. That was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Four corrupted stalkers. Four in that one area. I mean- you were dead quick. <laughs> that would even be four four corrupted stalkers, stalkers. I think would be even difficult late game because one of the best way to take out stalkers late game is eventually you get the ability to actually uh, override them, mm-hmm. and uh, but you can't override corrupted machines. So the best way to deal with stalkers late game is you just override one one of them. And then you let that that overridden stalker take out the other three. Yeah, uh, but you can't do that with corrupted. Can't do that so. in the corrupted zone. I uh, I set up trip casts uh, ropes to hit some shocks and blasts to kind of get them on their run and stayed away so that they wouldn't come after me, at least to wear yep. down some of them. And then found a good high spot where I could just start taking them down slowly because <laughs> there was yeah. impossible because they're all once one of them found you, all four were coming after you. Yep. And I think one of the one of the kind of cool things about this enemy is it's one of the only like I said it's the only enemy in the game that can turn invisible, but it's also one of the only enemies in the game that will actually set traps. So it will when it's just hanging out before it knows you're there, it actually has traps that it sets where they don't actually hurt you if you set off the trap, but it alerts all of the stalkers in the area to come flying at you. Um, no other enemy in the game has this kind of uh, you know off-site thing where they don't actually have to see you to know where they are uh stalkers do have this trap that they can set so that's my number five i like it i like it adam what bowser do you have at number five number larry is it larry koopa number five leg switchers i'm just kidding that was my first thing that popped in my head we'll talk about it later number five bowser 64 Bowser 64, Ooh. number five. Not, uh, this is nostalgia completely, because when I played this, I was, I don't know. I had to been, my guessing when I was trying to really think about it was like seven or eight. So no patience, no idea how to beat a final boss like this at the time. Just like it was fun to play type game. Uh, and it's where I learned, like, I truly have the beat by brute force nature, which it's, I still have that instinct where it's like, just fucking mash that button. I'm going to beat this guy. No patience, uh, which never works. Right. So um, third time you face Bowser, uh, he's huge. You got to swing the tail with that shitty joystick and then hit the bombs. (laughs) The, the, uh, The map falls apart. And like, I did not beat it at that age. Not until I came back later to be like, oh, this wasn't so bad. Like, you know, like, I think it was purely an age not understanding how to really, like, beat, a ba- like, a boss like that. So, like, that one was one of the first ones that popped in my head. And I was like, for me, it had to be number five. Just thinking, like, at the time, that was, like, the hardest thing I ever did. <laughs> hardest thing I ever played was just trying to beat Bowser 64. <laughs> and it was, I think, the way it's the first 3D version. So there's a couple cool things yeah. with that. Um, Mario, I love Mario. So uh, that one. Is the only Bowser on my list. Wow. <laughs> well, 
right. I was about to say, as soon as you said that you were trying to beat him with brute force and, and yeah. rushing in, I, the only thing going through my mind is, it must be the name. It has to be the name, because I do the same exact thing. I need to beat it. I want to go for it. Go. And I'm getting it done first try. Run and gun. Run and gun, baby. <laughs> Shoot first, ask questions after. Yes. That, that's why I can't play UFC games, because there's no technical ability here. It's punch, 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 like or boxing games. Just keep punching. You're going to win. <laughs> that was strategy. We're just going right up the gut. I'm just going to keep swinging my arms. <laughs> if only they swing as fast as I push this button. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to give Sean's here shout outs real quick because I don't know any of them. So here we go. I'm going to try my best. Uh, he looks Experiment like he's head. got a lot of Bloodborne in here. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. He's got uh, Rom, the Vacus Spider. Is that what that's called? I'm going to totally butcher it. He's going to laugh at me. Uh, yeah, he apparently uh, hated that one quite a bit. Uh, he's got Orphan of. KOs, Orphan of Coes. Terrible. I'm going to be bad at that one. From Bloodborne as well. He's got the Nameless King from, guess what? Dark Souls, everybody. Dark Souls. <laughs> this, is, this is the problem when you've only played four games and talked video <laughs> games. Like, he only, he only knows so much. <laughs> hey, but you might have one for you, AJ, here. Uh, he's got uh, Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. Okay. RPGs there? Right. Anybody? Yeah? Yeah. There's a Final Fantasy there. That's not my thing. No. I think we talked about that last week. Not my thing. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of RPGs either. <laughs> no, we talked about this. <laughs> Me- meanwhile, yeah, here I am playing every single Final Fantasy known to man. <laughs> no, we, we had a discussion about this last week. That Dan is actually in love with RPGs. He just... Yeah, he's... He's in love with lazy RPGs. Mm. He doesn't like JRPGs or anything that actually takes like any real time. He, he likes lazy RPGs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's told me. Late upgrade for me. I'd be <laughs> okay. good. All right. Uh, my number five comes from Ocarina of Time. And it is Dark Link, as we talked about earlier. So, uh, I, so if you've got it higher, we'll wait. Well, I yeah, I'm gonna put my hand up because it, yep. it is something that is part of my list later. Yep. So that sounds good to me. What is part of your list? It's either on your it's list le- or not it's on your list. More of the level itself <laughs> no, than no, no, no. specifically yeah, no, Dark Link. It's part of the list, yeah. but it's it, it, it's, it expands more <laughs> than just Dark Link. Oh, well, that's yeah. right. You guys are talking Zelda, and I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, fair, fair. I've fair. included the greater, uh, <laughs> a greater expanse. Okay. I just told you guys, I just started playing uh, Zelda The Princess Bride on Switch, <laughs> and that game is <laughs> wonderful. That, that, I think, was the best uh, picture I've ever gotten. It's a picture of Link uh, in Breath of the Wild. or What was it? It was Breath of the Wild, right? Yeah. And you were like, is this Zelda? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you guys would love it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, this Princess Bride is wonderful. <laughs> Uh, it's like the it's like the meme it's like the meme with the the butterfly. Is this Zelda? And it's a picture of Link. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes, oh, that's geez. exactly what I that's what I envisioned with sending that picture. Uh, <laughs> all right. Number four. Number four for me. Uh, this is going backwards. It's um a little guy called Psychomantis from Metal Gear Solid. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Not specifically the difficulty in fighting him, but the difficulty in understanding what the fuck you were supposed to do. And at a time when you couldn't just go to the internet and Google it, like, you didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> like, you, all of a sudden, I he's... you're playing this game on yeah. your memory card here. I'll corrupt it. <laughs> yes. It was so frustrating. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that was so, uh, such a cool thing. Wasn't it you had to put your controller in the second port or something like that? Yeah. You had to unplug your controller, put it in the controller port 2, so that he couldn't read your controller and your memory card, and you could actually get at him. Jeez. It was, like, it was just the weirdest thing, because it was something that was so different at the time, and difficult in the fact that she just, you didn't know what you were supposed to do. Like, you know, he's, all these weird text, you know, messages on it, saying, you know, he's reading your memory card, he knows what you're playing, and what you, like, it's like, what the fuck is going on? And you can't do shit. <laughs> yeah. Until you find out from your buddy uh, at, at school, like, hey, you got to do it this way. Oh, fuck, really? I awesome. think that's why. While he's telling you that music. Oh, we lost you for a second there. Which which one are you talking to? I stopped talking. Oh, AJ, we lost no, AJ. For I, I I said something, but it, if it cut off, it's it, it, there's no point. Time has already passed. It's gone. Lost forever. It's gone. Lost forever in digital time. This yep. is the, I think, why my list doesn't have a lot of like recent games is because literally, if I get frustrated, I'm going to YouTube and it's going to show yeah. me how to beat something. Like, granted, there was we could get the magazines. Or you could call Nintendo if you wanted, I guess, back in the day. <laughs> Maybe I could have beat Bowser that way. But, yeah. Like, you didn't, unless one of your friends did it, or you were all together playing, like, rotating controller, you wouldn't know how to beat them unless you talked to someone else. If you literally couldn't figure it out. Like, I think that's why games are so hard then. Versus now where it's like, literally the day the game comes out, there's already a full YouTube series on how to beat every level of a game. And it's like, the game just came out. How do, how did you already do this? <laughs> the stakes were higher back then too. There was no save states, right? Yeah. Like it, there wasn't a save game. Like you, you couldn't just revert to a checkpoint in most games. It was like you had one life. Here you go, yeah. or maybe three lives, right? But here you go. Figure it that out. Or if there, or, or if there was a save state, it would be like, oh yeah, it's like all the way down, like. 30 minutes beforehand where you were playing. <laughs> exactly. Right. I have to go through the entire level again. Damn it. Yeah. You can't start at the second checkpoint or the second cutscene of the end boss. Like You got to do the whole thing over again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Adam. Why don't you give us number oh, four? Shit. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. This one, this one, you guys are going to think is a joke, but it's super, super serious to me. And it was literally the second game that popped in my head. Madden 15 <laughs> playing the Seahawks Legion of Boom. <laughs> really? <laughs> it took me five years of connected franchise. And at that time, you played the Seahawks every single season. 
And then so I'd play really well. I'd lose to the Seahawks in all Madden level against them. I'd lose them in the regular season and the conference championship game every single season. It took me 10 games to finally beat that fucking team. Uh, and to beat them, I ran for 400 yards. I didn't even pass the ball. <laughs> That's how I, I was about to say, have you tried running? <laughs> you, couldn't throw where, you couldn't throw to Sherman's side of the field because it would be just interception. And this was before like the X factor thing. I won't get into it. You guys don't play Madden, but the, so you couldn't throw to the right side of the field or left side of the field, wherever side he was on. Cause it was almost always auto interception with his shit throw, even if Rogers and then the safeties would just cause fumbles like crazy. Like any momentum couldn't keep it. And I, like, seriously, I could never beat them. And it was because Sherman was on the cover and their big focus that year was the Legion of boom. And I, they had to have done something where they made them impossible to play. And it literally took me 10 games to finally beat them in Connected Franchise. That's a hard boss. So there you go. Did you run the, so I took something that's joke and made it serious. Just run there the power go. sweep. Run the power sweep. That shit Vince Lombardi work. style, man. Come on. It don't work. <laughs> ten, hey, man. 10 games. 10 games to beat them. <laughs> Just wanted to get to the Super Bowl. Was it was it the full fifteen minutes too, or no? Uh, back then, I think I did ten minute quarters, and I played the full game, offense, defense. Yeah. Now I do fifteen minute quarters, but I only play offense or defense. So yeah, because they, they they added that feature where you can play one side or the other, but. Yeah, or still, moment. It took a long time. <laughs> it's it's you still like, in, that's like, like an hour and a half. <laughs> yes, it's a lot of effort. So think five years of simulated football franchises. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> and that was uh, probably two years after I stopped uh, rage quitting just to make sure I won every game. <laughs> so like where I would accept defeat. So like it, it sucked. It was very sour moments. Now nobody can beat me. I'm too good. Too good for the game. Nobody says. Nobody. You know why? I know how to work the glitches. Good luck. <laughs> All right, then. Well, Drew, number four. So this is this is another contemporary game, uh, but it is the last one on the list. Uh, this is from Phoenix uh, Rising, whatever. I can't remember the Immortals. name. Immortals, Phoenix Rising. Immortals, Phoenix Rising. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, this is the Typhon fight, which, uh, as Dan and I have, have talked about before, well, we talked about the game before. I don't think we talked about this fight before. Uh, the reason I put this fight on here is not because it's necessarily difficult. I think, uh, it's, you know, if you're at that point in the game, you're pretty OP. Uh, I'll, I'll avoid spoilers just in case anyone wants to play through it, but basically it's you you start out fighting Typhon and he's hard and you're really like, you're giving it all you got. You're using all of your uh, potions and everything to kill him. And then just to find out that it's one of those boss fights where it's like two power bars, like you fight him, you kill him or you get him to a point where he's done. And then, Oh, now you go into this whole uh, temple or dungeon, whatever they call them. And you have to go through this whole dungeon to, I think it's like four different huge puzzles that you have to mm-hmm. go through. Uh, and then, then finally go up to a final fight where he's even bigger and badder 
Um, at least at that point, you have all, all of your friends to help you. But it's just this battle that takes probably two hours at least. And uh, like I said, it's really it's really not that difficult. You have opportunities to heal up. You have opportunities to power up. But uh, it's kind of one of those things where you think it's done, and then you realize it's not done. You still have an hour and a half left. So there you go. Yeah, that was one of my favorite endings or finishes to a game because it was just it was an epic and it just felt like you worked to get to that you know like you said it was probably about two hours total worth of a final boss i guess to get towards toward yeah. to the ending you know in different sequences and it's just like man like finally when you're finished it's like fuck i did it i'm finally done and it's just one of those like yeah <laughs> the relief on you you know it was awesome mm-hmm. awesome game i i I mean, I do remember feeling a little let down at the beginning. Like, that first battle that you're fighting with them, it's kind of in this, like, dark room. You, you jump into this uh, volcano, and you're, like, in this dark room, and you're fighting him. And, he, you know, he's hard. He's, of course, he's hard. He's the final boss. But it felt too quick. You know, I think it was, like, 15 minutes or something like that, and you finally killed him. And you're like, man, man, that just feels too quick. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, wait. No, you're right. there is a lot more coming. <laughs> Hold <Yeah>. on. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a it was a really cool battle, and I think just the the fact that it it kept going longer and longer, and you kept having to use uh, all of your power ups, that made it difficult in the end. So, all right, Adam, what did you think about that game? <laughs> <laughs> Not He's happening. just shaking his head yeah. for uh, uh, a, a, a shrug and a scoff. I I didn't play it. I don't know. Yeah, hard. it sounds hard, dude. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I like it's the the problem is I haven't played any of the games you guys are saying, so I have no idea uh, how hard that is. Yeah. Well, if you I, like, I, the... I was gonna make a comment at the beginning though, where it was like, "Oh yeah, your list really is all the games you just played." <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> this is too... this is what happens when you get old. Adam. You <laughs> memory fades, and all that matters is what happened recently. So. <laughs> all right. See, I feel bad because all of mine are old games, but I recently played them, so now I kind of feel. Attack too, so don't feel bad, Adam. <laughs> they always attack me. It's Not because cool. uh, I know more about the stock market than I do video games. Okay, I point problem. that out on every. That's three episodes in a row I've been on, right? So, all right, Diamond Hands. GME <laughs> to the moon. Are you still holding <laughs> to the today? Hell no, I wasn't holding. Oh, it's geez. back down to. I think it's around hundred right now. Oh, what, what did they get what up again? To? Uh, so, GameStop so, so GME got down to forty bucks. Uh, it's plateaued at forty for like a week. Yesterday it got to ninety at close aftermarket. It got to one seventy. So people were losing their minds because they're like, "Oh, we're gonna make our money back. <laughs> we're gonna make our money back. Everyone keep doing it, and I'll sell my stock for it." Yeah, it's, uh, it, it kind of went back down to a hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it for my stock talk today. <laughs> Tune in next time. <laughs> it, it, how, how's Dogecoin doing? Because I know people want to oh. shoot that up to the moon, but I think it's still at yeah. like eight cents. Uh, eight cents was it was a tie. Uh, when I bought it, it was near a tie. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> 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 
granted, it's like twenty dollars, so who cares? But the uh, uh, I think it's like around five cents for one, while Bitcoin is worth fifty thousand dollars for one Bitcoin. Just insane. A couple of years, uh, I can I, buy I, one. I know, I know. I was about to say. I know I'm next for number four, but I, I know I saw a picture where it was um, in 2010. There was like a price bracket for a video game tournament. I don't remember what. Yeah. It was yeah. like one through four got cash prizes. A five through eight got like certain amount of bitcoins. God, if if we had a time machine, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. I, will gl- I will gladly be like, I will take a thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I I, I saw that too. Mansion. <laughs> no. I think it was like fourth place got like fifty bucks, and then fifth through sixth got like twenty five bitcoins or something like that. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. like no, it's so much oh. money. That was what, like 2010? It was 2010, yeah. Oh, man. I'll tell you how much it potentially was worth in 2010. (laughs) Stay tuned. What's that going to take? Only live research I do. (laughs) (laughs) Do I have to play some theme music or something, or do we have to go through number four? It was 10 years ago. Five years ago, it was roughly 500 bucks of Bitcoin. So I'm sure 10 years ago, it was probably dollars, if not pennies. I think I think ten Did ten years ago it was pennies. Yeah. God, could you imagine if that's why they made it a joke saying the fifth through eighth gets yeah. gets like X amount of bitcoins. Go. Now, get the home cents. game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I don't care if I didn't make top four. I got bitcoins. Because <laughs> <laughs> even at pennies, that's twenty five times fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Holy sh! Enjoy your McMansion and yacht. <laughs> Uh, All right, AJ. My number four. My number four. four actually, I gave uh, when when Dan said he wanted to do a winner as you and everything and focus more on video games for the chair shot. I uh, I did a video game review for Brave Fencer Musashi, where it, it's a cute anybody. Little... <laughs> and no. see, the only reason why I know about it. Is because I used to get little PS1 demo discs when I was a kid. Because my brother, Andrew, actually it's his birthday for the recording. Um, Happy birthday! He, he's 10 years older than me. So he was like, yeah, I have the PlayStation 1. We get the demo discs and everything. And there was this one game that was on there, Brave Fencer Musashi. And I was always interested when I was a kid. Finally got it last year, finally played through the thing, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to be nice to Dan, I'm going to do a video game review on this, because I know no one else is going to. <laughs> Never. As Adam, Never. as Adam shaking his head. <laughs> Adam, Adam still hasn't realized that we don't have viewers, we have listeners. <laughs> Everything he does is visual. <laughs> They're watching me right now. I, I do the same thing on DWI where I'm just like, no, raise my hand, just like, I, it, I, or is they like the joke? I say um, but a lot because I but stutter. Um, but um, but um, yeah. <laughs> but um. <laughs> right on cue. Right on cue. <laughs> With Brave Fencer Musashi, it was an RPG, but it was cutesy, where literal everyone is a food pun, and it's it's supposed to be cutesy. The main character is an eight-year-old that's supposed to be like this legendary swordsman trying to find a legendary sword called Lumina. 
yay, it's all cute. We're in the all-you-can-eat castle. We have to save every single person, like uh, like a, a mercenary named Beef Clef, and it, yeah, and Meatloaf, and good old janitor <laughs> Sloppy Joe. Yeah, if you like food puns, this is definitely a video game for you. You can probably find the emulator anywhere for your PS1. <laughs> but with with the cliche twist, the Dark Sword is actually the final boss, becomes like this demon thing, and it has two phases where you're not prepared to fight this thing. You don't know what you're doing. Oh, you have to hit it at a precise angle, and you have to like do a dive slash and dodge all of these moves, and you don't get any healing whatsoever. There's no potions... Or, or resurrections, or anything like that. It's literally, you gotta know how to do this fight perfectly, where it has to be at a precise angle to the right for a dive, and you have to attack him with both swords, and you have to do that like 10 or 12 times, I don't remember off the top of my head, and then it transforms into the, like this Frieza-looking motherfucker from Dragon Ball Z, and it's even harder because... You don't know how to use the other sword. You only used it temporarily for, like, cute things to get by and everything. You don't know that you have to throw your sword at it and absorb the damn thing. What the hell am I doing here? This was a game for kids for crying out loud. I was 24 <laughs> when I played it, and I wanted to throw my controller. <laughs> so, Dark Lumina for Brave Fencer Musashi is my number four. Nice. Number three. I saw this on I saw this oh. on lists when I was just getting ideas of like what am I missing. I saw this and I was just like, oh, I saw this before because we looked at the I looked at your list. No idea here what any of this is. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, like I said, I feed more to the RPG fans. I, I love Final Fantasy for a passion because I know that we're going to number three. And it's actually my favorite Final Fantasy. Yeah. Wait. Final Fantasy VIII. Okay. Where I feel like a redheaded stepchild because apparently everyone in the world hates eight. <laughs> I, I hate them all. Talks about seven. <laughs> you know what? I, I like. I can't eight. say I hate them. I think eight's really good. You never played a single one, have you? <laughs> Again, our viewers are watching. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have to put That's this on the chair shot YouTube channel. Doing. I think we're going chair shot YouTube exactly. from now on. <laughs> no, we curse way too much for us to be on YouTube. That's true. <laughs> Demonetize. That doesn't matter. We don't make money anyway. <laughs> also true. Fuck it. Go to YouTube. <laughs> but uh, there's an optional boss in Final Fantasy VIII that, you know, again, it's an optional boss. You don't have to face it. It's a super boss. It has, like, millions on millions of health. And that is good old Omega Weapon. Where, yes... Its entire moveset is on a rotation, and everything is kind of predictable, but the first time I ever played this, I think I was about 10 years old, I was screwed more than vodka and orange juice, because that's a screwdriver. We're going to use level 5 death. Well, the max level is 100. How do I make sure that I don't die immediately? Oh, you need to, like, junction magic. When you're 10 years old and you don't really want to listen to a tutorial or, like, watch how it's done, you don't know what the hell junctioning is at all. 
Oh, you mean I have to junction magic into my, like, defensive slots to make sure that I don't get hit by, like, this status ailment? Oh, okay. That's, well, that's... Dan, this sounds right up your alley. This is, this is why I hate RPGs. <laughs> <laughs> that's it right there. That sentence right please. there just summed up how I hate <laughs> RPGs. <laughs> Dan's out if your weapon can potentially break. Dan's out. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and, okay. and that's just the first where it's like, oh, oh, randomly one person can get one hit KO'd. Or there's another move where it's everyone's reduced down to one health. What? Wait, what? Are you kidding me? Unless you had, for my case, my brother, or a friend that told you how to cheese this thing, how to beat it perfectly, how to make sure everything is done correctly, you didn't know what the hell you were doing. This thing was, like, impossible. There's a reason why Final Fantasy has super bosses. This was a difficult one. And, like, rightly so. Because no one knew how to do it. No one knew that. It's like... Oh, I have to make sure that I have my limit break at all times. Make sure I reduce all of its defenses to zero. Junction death so I don't die to level 5 death. And then I just can cheese it like that. Yay! No one's going to know how to do that when you're like 10 or 13 years old. Hell, I could barely do it when I was 20. I wouldn't be able to do do it when I'm 40. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's old age. You can't say that because of any other reason. Uh, see for 20 i can believe being uh, drunk when that happened because that that's how i felt where it was like take a shot every time i died damn it damn it damn it (laughs) yeah the the drinking with video games is the problem because i find myself not caring and drinking more that i didn't have in the past that was like no that all i had was playing this video game and beating it now it's like well i drank enough let's play (laughs) math You gotta, yeah. Easier, right? What am I doing wrong? You, you gotta drank. pick certain games for you, that. <laughs> you you just drink so much that Madden becomes difficult again. That's yeah. How else am I supposed to play? You just it? boot up Madden 15 and you just throw the ball against the Seahawks again. That's yeah. that's your yeah. That's your I, next level ahead of all Madden. You know, it's all drunken or something. That's your challenge. Now that you're so OP at Madden, you should boot up that game again. And play the Seahawks, and all you can do is throw the ball. You cannot run and see if oh, you can win. I've learned a lot in six years on how to pass <laughs> e- efficiently and win the game. Okay. That's what, what I want. Think? I want I want you to come Those back next shots. week. We can do deep shots unless it's a blitz, and you can quick read slant. the blitz ahead of time. All quick slants, baby. Quick slant, quick out, hot routes, baby. Yep. <laughs> next routes. week, I want to see downs I all hear over. what the score was. All right? I want you to beat them. Just just passes only. Yep, the I final to... score was 42 to 27. Yeah. Oh, so you've done this already. Yes. I'm telling you from the future what I did. You're welcome. Oh, okay. Which means I'm not playing it. <laughs> yeah. I want a picture, and I want, I want a picture of the stat of line. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I want to see Aaron Rodgers X for like 40 throws. Almost yeah. Devontae Adams oh, or Jordy Nelson. If... if I am only throwing, it's going to be like 80 throws. Yeah. Okay, fair. Was we it 2015? Aaron Rodgers, he has scrambling With ability. Quarters, I could get 80. I'd get 80 yeah. passes. I want if to I see, only pass the ball. I want to see a Donald Driver wiggle first down dance. Right? That was 2015. Was he there? You might not have been in the game at that point. <sighs> Bullshit. Because you probably have Jordy. You probably have like a rookie Devontae Adams. Yeah. 
early Devontae. That's your team. That's your receivers. I think James Jones might be on the team. Possibly. But if it was my team, I typically have two rookie wide receivers. I'm trying to make have them make a name for themselves. Get the fast ones. Got to get the speedy receivers. Mean, meanwhile, right. you had me crying with my receiving core and football team until now. We're not talking. No, we are. As as PC Tunney said, we're not. We're not giving you any more props for your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. For God's sakes, Drew. Yeah, <laughs> it's time for you. Number three. Was it All impressive? Right. I don't even know what to say anymore. It was impressive. It was an impressive win. Okay. Yeah. You almost want to root for Tom Brady at this point. Why not? No. No, you don't. No, you don't. I didn't. I didn't even think we were going to get him, let alone go into the Super Bowl. And that's coming from a Bucks fan. Can't, I can't believe you're a Buccaneers fan. <laughs> well, I not... live in damn New Jersey, and I'm a Bucks fan, for crying out loud. How about that? <laughs> oh, that's even weirder. Although I can see why you don't root for the Giants or the Jets. So I, I'll give you that. Or the Eagles. I'm closer to Philly than Oh, okay. Or the Eagles. That's true. I can get behind Big Dick Nick, though. It, like, that's a legend right there. That is a legend. Was that Nick Foles, you guys? Since you guys oh. didn't, don't fucking watch football, Jesus. <laughs> Is that the if one it, where you kick the ball into the net? Yes. No idea who that is. <laughs> if it wasn't for Eli Manning and Nick Foles, Tom Brady would have ten would Super Bowls. Have 10 Super Bowl rings. Mm-hmm. Eli Manning beat him twice, and on ridiculous plays, like never could be done again in like a million years type plays and then nick Foles earned the nickname big dick nick as the backup quarterback for the eagles winning a super bowl yeah it felt weird rooting for the sports eagles fan, that huh? day <laughs> i uh, find well, rooting against know. the patriots back then every game except for against the falcons because at that point i was like you know what That'd be kind of cool if they made the greatest comeback against the Falcons who just beat the Packers, and then they did it. <laughs> 28 to 3. I think the, the most depressing stat I heard is that the Packers have been involved in half of the last 10 NFC championships and have been to the Super Bowl once. You got that right. <laughs> Not good. No, anyway. that's interesting. Sorry, Dan. Sorry. I know you're a real sports fan. Yeah. No sports fan, huh? Sports, 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 sports. Go sports! Well, at least for Dan. How about that, like, Milwaukee Wave or whatever? You're a fan of them, right? (laughs) Football. Number three, Drew. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll bring this back around here. Number three, I have... Uh, my first Zelda on the list. This is from Breath of the Wild. It is Guardians. Early Guardians for sure. Uh, once you get late game, they start to not matter as much, especially once you get the, the ancient armor. Uh, but at the beginning of the game, uh, Guardians are Deathbringers. They are... Uh, Things that you just do not want to deal with at all. Uh, so guardians are the enemies that uh, sometimes are stationary, but other times crawl around and shoot a laser at you. And at least early game, 
uh, are one kit, one kill. So it's uh, they're pretty bad, especially early game. You first experience them actually on the plateau uh, at the very beginning of the game, getting into one of the one of the first dungeons. Uh, it's the first time you experience them, and it teaches you very quickly that these are things that you need to avoid uh, or figure out how to parry very quickly. Um, so, I don't know. I guess there's probably not a lot of other Breath of the Wild fans on here because I know Dan, you didn't like it. So, we can just leave it at that. But, Is that those uh, red dudes with like the caveman clubs that I just started fighting? No. Those are Bob Blackens. Bob Blackens. Bob Blackens. No, uh, I know. I couldn't help myself. I just started playing the game. I couldn't help myself. Well, I'll tell you if you if you do like that game, then you'll like Immortals. So keep playing Breath of the Wild and and let me know what you yeah. think. I enjoy it. Uh, I've only played like a uh, little under two hours. It's an easy one to play when baby's sleeping. So, so which. Uh... Have you gotten to any of the not dungeons? What are they called? I can't remember what they're called. Uh, the little, True. the little. I'm, out, yep, I'm gonna have it wrong now. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, man, it's there. been too long since I played it. Adam, you're getting playing it right now. What are they called? I don't know what to talk about. I don't even know what these things are you're talking about now. No, not guardians. <laughs> I'm talking about the temple, not the temples. Uh, dungeons, shrines. The, the shrines. Shrines. Jesus. Thank you. Uh, there we go. We got there. Hallelujah. Yes, shrines. How many of you have, of those have you done? So, uh, okay, uh, audio format. Is that <laughs> zero? Honest. I don't know. Is that a I zero? My, I'm not sure. <laughs> I have spent my entire time doing what Dan hates most about these games, where I explore the plateau and just yes, grinding for sure. But yes, I explored the plateau and just collected sticks and mushrooms and shit. To be like, oh, this game's cool. And then I just got to trying to get the uh, paraglider, which is like the second thing you do in the game. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> it's two hours, baby. Okay. That's fun. <laughs> That's awesome. That's fucking awesome. Okay. So the thing that popped out of the ground that you, when you know, when you when the tower went up and you're looking down, and the guy says, "Oh, look at that! That thing came out of the ground." That's yeah. that's a shrine. Oh, I did the so I've done the first one then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, well, uh, depending on there's four of them that you have to do to get off the plateau, uh, and one of them has guardians uh, surrounding it. So you will you will be, you will meet them, uh, and you'll learn to run away or parry. Uh, parrying is the only way to kind of get at them early game anyway. So much or, or, or cry if you die. <laughs> Yeah, you could just keep dying too. Looks like I'm playing a different game from now on. I got I got three games for my birthday. That game because I got to make one choice and I said it was on sale. Why not? Uh, Rising Zero Dawn was bought for me because you guys always talk. You heard it on a podcast, so thank you, listener. You know who you are. And then uh, she picked the third game. Uh, She got me four games. The third game was Super uh, Smash Bros. Yep. for the Switch, nice. which I've wanted to play for a long time. Well, I played it. I wanted to own it. And then, considering I just got a Switch a couple months ago. And then, uh, she bought me Animal Crossing, because she hears me talk about it all the time. And I'm <laughs> fucked with that. Just wait. Like, that's going to be life. 
build that, the coolest island you ever did see. Dude, that is one of those games where you can literally spend your life doing it. Especially <laughs> since I think there's actually time-bound stuff in it. Like there is. There's only thing certain things that only happen on Sundays and stuff like that. So oh. ready, that's my life. Oh, and then they have the that's, uh, that's Dan's favorite favorite game oh. right there. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> you got to log in every day to make sure you collect your points. Fuck you. That's uh, Red Dead Online had that bullshit. Uh, that was Madden Ultimate Team. <laughs> yeah, U- Ultimate Team. Uh, let's also not forget, uh, like, if you like it, Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. A plethora of mobile games in general. Clash of, Clash of Clans. Ooh. Clash of Clans. Ooh, Clash of Clans. That's a good one. All right, fine. Well, you tell us what your number three is on this list, at least, Adam. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm really throwing this off the rails. This is taking way longer. Okay, so now these, uh, my next three are kind of from the, sim- like, they're all kind of similar, I'll say. Uh, but to start with this one is from Borderlands 2, uh, Terra Morphous the Invisible. Uh, so I don't think, I don't know about you, I think those guys like, aren't Borderlands guys. Um... I, Sean is, so Sean would understand. So the, I was late to Borderlands. Uh, so Borderlands, the first Borderlands, I didn't play until I was already playing with three other players, like three of my friends. And we just ran through the entire game to beat it, like literally a day before Borderlands 2 came out. And then we went and got it, 2012, midnight release at GameStop. For the match, and then we get there and we played it till like four or five in the morning together playing co-op. Like we, we all go to GameStop, buy it, go back to our houses so that we can play online. <laughs> um, Land parties. Who needs them? The only thing like with Borderlands, We've evolved. I was used to playing it with others. I finally then created a, a player for myself and played it like also by myself. Uh, the final mission when you're capped out at level 50 this box is a level 52, and the mission is called You Will Die Seriously. Because you will die. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is one, it's considered one of the hardest battles, not like a top five all time thing, but it is like it'll be in top 20 lists. Um, because his, the tentacles of this thing could like one hit kill you, two hit kill you, depending on your abilities. And then it went through 10 phases of like stages of the different attacks that would do against you and any chance it could to get you closer it was like game over you couldn't uh, beat it from close range and so it would go invisible that stuff too like that's why it's got the name it does and they were not joking when they called it you will die seriously like that, the name of the level uh so like that's when like borderlands i've always enjoyed because they do that pun funny shit with like the characters and names like when you run into stuff um that one, I could not beat by myself. And this was 2012. And I had to really learn the patience with trying to do these things. Where, like, I joked earlier with Bowser 64, where it's all brute. I did that for a long time. This is where I really started, which will lead into one of my later games, of you're in and out, in and out, hiding yourself most of the time. You take a shot, your pop shots when you can. And you will take as long as you need to, to defeat a boss. To defeat the boss. Uh... If you look this this up, there's like a strategy on how to like the best team to actually beat this boss. And it tells you like 
which characters you need to use, what two of the characters have to do, and like how you have to set up your class. You could beat them by yourself if you had uh, zero one of the characters who I played as, which was like the three of them. And you had any special shit like what you had the ability just to do it by yourself. So like difficult, really difficult. So many things thrown at you for 2012. Like it was very difficult. I don't think I could beat it if I went back and tried now. Um, but I think out of all the Borderlands games, that was the one I had the most difficulty with. We talked about Borderlands three as the game I was playing. That with the patience, I beat that no problem. And it was like what we talked about save points. The one time I died, I come back and it's like half health already. I'm like, oh, this isn't shit. I can just finish this up, no problem. That wasn't the thing back then. Uh, definitely why my top three. I would recommend you guys at least look it up. Uh, if you, I know you guys are Borderlands fans, but uh, Terramorphus, for the Invisible. Okay. Uh, I know exactly what uh, you're talking about, Adam. Yeah, I, I, I kind of played Borderlands. I wasn't like super into it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Because I had a, a roommate when I lived in Pennsylvania for a little bit that loved Borderlands, and I'm just like. That seems difficult, and he's just like hunched over, like pissed off, and he's like, "It is." This is bullshit. Yeah, that was it. That uh, that <laughs> picture that we all see, like when you have to focus up playing a video game, where it's like you, you're sitting up normal, and then you're hunched over playing. That was this game for sure. As, as soon as you hunch over, you're thirty percent more motivated to actually winning. <laughs> it's focused. It's focused. <laughs> the invisible. Borderlands is done. We're moving on to mine. My number three is the second one from Ocarina of Time, Drew. Yep. And it is the final battle. It is Ganon from Ocarina no, of Time. I don't have him. It's all, right. all yours, man. Uh, not, maybe not necessarily as far as difficulty goes. But it's one of the first ones that I remember that had a sequence, had more than one battle. And Adam's going to fall asleep because he doesn't want to listen to more Zelda. Yeah, I saw that. I called Too you bad, out on man. it. More is coming. Zelda is, <laughs> Zelda is king, brother. And like Ganon, the fir- this fight with Ganon was the first one where I remember where you, know, you, you got to the first battle with Ganon. And it was difficult enough, and it was still at that time where, again, you couldn't go online and learn the secrets. You had to just figure it out as you went. It took some elements of uh, Link to the Past, which was my favorite Zelda, where when you fought, uh, I'm going to get his name wrong, Aghanim, and you had to to swing the sword and bat his uh, spell back at him to beat him. And that's kind of how the Ganon fight started. You know, you had, you, you took down the middle, so you had to stand, stay on the outsides, you had to fire, you know, you had to swing and hit the sword and play basically volleyball until you could hit him with one and then kind of jump in there, take a couple swings, jump back. Um, you realize that certain weapons worked better. Like at the beginning, you, you lost your master sword. He, he knocked it away from you. So you're trying to find the other weapons that worked. There was a couple that you could use that were better that could take bigger hits from him. But then you had to, you had to learn the sequence, you know, and then it's like, bang, you finally beat him. It was like, all right, cool. And then the fire opens up, and it's like, yeah, there's my Master Sword. You go around and grab the Master Sword, and all of a sudden, boom, there's Ganon who turns into this damn monster, bull, whatever freaking thing. 
And now it's a whole nother fight. And it's like, whoa, what the hell? Like, I just beat him. Now I have to fight him again? Like, at that point, it was like, that was something new for me. You know, it was something that was very different. It was like, wow, now all of a sudden it's a whole different fight. You know, he's charging at you. He's doing different things. And now you have to learn a whole new battle. And, like, you know, it was difficult, but it was it was more memorable for, like, how epic it kind of was, especially at that time when you didn't really have those kind of boss fights as much. And yeah. Being able to do that against Ganon was like, man, this is like, you really f- felt like you fought hard to finally beat him and take him down. And having Ocarina of Time being such an epic game already, getting through that, and then having that as the final battle was just like, man, this is fucking cool. So. It, it was, uh, it was definitely, it was, it's, it crossed my mind to be on the list for sure. Cause obviously Ocarina of Time holds a special place for me, but, uh, it's, you're right on. I mean, it's, uh, it's a monster battle. It's especially, especially cause it's multi-stage like that, right? Mm-hmm. You think, uh, you're in that main room where he's playing the piano and you have to start, you know, like you said, playing volleyball. Like you think, man, this is tough, right? And, if I can get to the end of this, I got, I beat this game. This game was epic as all hell out. And you know, this, uh, this is going to be a bad battle, but we're going to get through it. Uh, it's kind of like what I was talking about with, uh, immortals. Right. But it's like these multi-staged, uh, boss fights are just, they mess with you. <laughs> it's all of a sudden like, man, I got to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole so. new thing. It's like starting all over. Especially because on, uh, Ocarina of Time, I think the battle starts, like all the way at the top of the tower. Yep. And in between the fight, you have to run down the tower and get out. And the whole time you're trying to help Zelda out and you're trying to, you're, you're defeating enemies all your, the whole way down. So it's not like it's just fight after fight after fight. It's like, it's a whole big, long epic. Yeah. That's, it's a, that was a good one for sure. It's a good one. It's a good game. It's good. It's good. (laughs) It's a good game. Okay. It's good. Can't wait till it. Uh, you know can't wait till should, they release it on the thirty fifth anniversary. You should write reviews, Drew. I would love to see it. It's like, hey, I just played this. It was a good game. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Very good. Eight out of ten. Nine out of ten. Love it. Play it. I, I think I need. I need four words for my my review. It's a good game. <laughs> if he doesn't like it, it's only three. Nope, not good. <laughs> not as good but still good <laughs> do not recommend alright alright number two for me is very simple Death Mountain Zelda 2 fuck you moving on <laughs> electric boogaloo <laughs> yeah moving on that well, Zelda Zelda 2 in general is just uh yeah yeah Zelda 2 just playing the game alone is already a pain in the ass and then you get to Death Mountain just trying to get to Ganon Death Mountain is impossible to get through just having like the game genie couldn't even get me through Death Mountain alright let's put it that way that was horrible horrible to the point that that was the Zelda I have never beaten, never finished, because I am not trying to get my ass through Death Mountain. No thank you. I'm good. That was the stupidest, stupidest thing ever. Yep. 
that. I don't know. If, 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 if that's how you feel with number two, I hate to see what your number one is. <laughs> number one is that's a lot a more point. fun. <laughs> yeah. Paper Mario or something. Something. <laughs> uh, it's that baseball game I was talking about. Yeah. Super Mario meme. Yeah, Super Mega it's Baseball a, it, playing it's against a Super uh, Mega the Super Mega Baseball because the the final boss is creating all of every every character, every final, player in the league. Completing the final boss is actually playing the game. Yeah. He's created all the players now. He doesn't want to play the uh, game. <laughs> are you actually going to willing willing to throw a pitch after you've created every team logo and player name? Yep. <laughs> I got my entertainment. I'm done with the game. That's it. <laughs> That's all you need to do. Not a single pitch. By the time you're done, <laughs> players have been traded and signed, and the new season's got ready to go. You got to start all over. Start all over. <laughs> all right, Adam. <laughs> Give me number two. What do you got? Number two on my list. That's the deuce. Uh, this one, I think, as you guys have been saying with a couple games, special place, I feel like. Uh, one the third game that popped into my head of like a top five was uh, General Rom of Gears of War. So it's not the hardest. It's not easy. At the time, uh, the Gears of War came out 2006. I talked about this on previous episodes where um, when we got an Xbox 360 after having PlayStation, my parents let us pick Halo or Gears of War. We picked Gears of War. I was 14, 15-ish. Good pick. Uh, if my parents really knew what these games were like, we would not have been playing these games. Or like Grand Theft Auto, like they bought them thinking, oh, that's the big game. That's what they want. They, yep. God, they did that. So like Gears was my first real like experience at this kind of video game with like the gore, the all the blood, like the using the um, the lancer and then slicing through dudes, like. That's Ugh. like all of that stuff. I didn't experience that in a video game before. Like before that, it was Mario Kart, Mario and uh, like Donkey Kong. Like, you know, like this was awesome. They get like we had to share an Xbox 360. I never shared it because once I started playing this, I was hooked on video games, like legit hooked. And so with this boss, this final boss uh, covered in a pseudo armor and it had a turret and then the whole game with gears is knowing when to cover, get out of cover, jump out of cover, knowing when to shoot. Good luck because it's just waving the turret and you have to shoot off every piece of armor and then you have to shoot off the body parts. And that's how you beat the boss until you just keep doing that. Is that so? It's, is that the it's, I'm getting this game, these games wrong. Is that the one he's on? A, is that one you're on a train for that fight or no? Or am I thinking of a different one? I think the train is. It's been a long time. Is it Gears of War two? I don't. That's not okay. Gears of War one. All right. Uh, Gears of War one. The big issue is the turret, and then you have to like literally take off every piece of armor. The way I beat it, and when I was looking this up and thinking about like, oh, I wonder how other people beat it, was you could play co-op, and literally you would have the other person just take the turret damage. So that the other one could take all, all the armor and stuff. So that was the only time I let my brother play because he's younger than me. So you got to take, you got to do the stupid shit. I'm, I'm the one playing the game. Hey, brother, you got to take the spicy meatball. Here, go stand yeah, there. Go oh, Jesus. So, and when I looked this up and like seen like that's how other people beat it, I thought that was hilarious because it was like, <laughs> I got this great idea because I can't beat this. You play with me, and then you just take on the turret. Just keep running, and then I'll shoot. <laughs> but that, uh, so it. like, 
<laughs> because of the game itself and not ever really playing that kind of game. And then factoring in the boss was not easy uh, with kind of the nuanced bullshit you had to do to face the boss. And then that kind of really started my, wow, I love Gears of War. And it played, I shouldn't say everyone since. I stopped at the last one, but almost everyone since. Uh, and literally owned an Xbox just to play these damn games. Uh, amazing. Definitely a challenge. Nice. I think I think uh, the third one is when I gave up on those games because I like the I love the first one. Uh, well, I was okay with the second one, but then the third and fourth is they got really I don't know, just yes, not for me, yeah. I guess. Uh, the Gears of War two really brought on multiplayer games for me uh, when everybody was getting big into like COD and stuff. Gears of War two was the shit for multiplayer. Gears of War three, I played a ton of because that was freshman year of college. I didn't have to worry about mom coming upstairs telling me to keep it down. I'm just in the dorm room till <laughs> 5 a.m. saying, I ain't got class till like 2 p.m. Let's do this. <laughs> okay, my Lancer. Cut a guy in half. That's not how you play anymore. It's all shotguns. If you don't know how to use a shotgun, right. get out the game. You can't play. I never did. I never did the close-up Lancer unless the guy was right on top of me. Otherwise, it was cover. When those holes opened up, throw a couple bombs in the holes to blow it up and as the guys come up, just pop and hunt, pop and duck, pop, shoot, duck, reload, pop up, shoot. Yeah. That's what it, that's what Gears War is. It's yeah. cover and shoot, cover and shoot. I like those. I like that. Just keep covering. Just keep swimming. All right, Drew. So oh, I think it's man. time for your number that's two. All we, that's all we watch now. Sorry. Okay, the kids love Nemo. So it's Nemo's nice. on twenty four. So. Oh, it's Nemo for you. Yeah, uh, and for, Toy Story. For us, it's Moana and Zootopia. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves the rock. Zootopia is fantastic. Like Zoot- That's underrated, I like man. So we watched. So I really like Zootopia. He was not a fan of Moana, so he's like maybe yeah. he's a little racist. I don't know. And then he gets just of the colors. Like he loves all the colors. Of and then Toy Story, like. I don't know what it was. He just was like sitting there wanting to watch Toy Story. And like my wife and I are just watching him just sit there, just enjoy watching Toy Story, just kind of smiling like, damn, I'm about to cry watching this little four month old. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't understand shit, but he's loving TV. <laughs> uh, well, so you're 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 early at it now. Wait until you've watched that damn movie a thousand times. <laughs> Nemo's on all day. It doesn't stop. Nemo, uh... that's all yeah, well, it's just don't ask me how many times I've seen freaking Zootopia. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for Disney Plus. You just keep it on repeat. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, number two. I have to check my list. Oh, yeah. Deuces. So, number two is, uh, I guess, from a recent game Mario Odyssey. And it is so. This is going to be my first uh, deviation into more of a, a level than a boss, but I think this could be considered a boss. And it is Darker Side of the Moon. So, have any of you guys played Zelda? Or, oh, sorry, Zelda <laughs> Mario Odyssey and gotten to Darker? The, the other side of popular the moon. Nintendo game. Yeah, that, yes, not that one, but the other one. <laughs> You're saving a princess or whatever. Same game. Yep. Same game. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Have you guys got? Have you any of you played this? Kissing that princess. I hope not. I have. I'm trying to remember that level though. So, uh, 
so Dark Side of the Moon is where you battle all of the bunny uh, enemies uh, and you don't get a lot of health. Darker oh. Side of the Moon is actually the next step beyond that where it is a long single platformer level where you don't get any health from the beginning to end. You get zero health mm-hmm. the whole way through and I have not finished it. I've gotten maybe halfway through it, maybe, I don't know, 60%, something like that. But you, it's a huge, long platformer. You're constantly uh, above lava, and you can't, yeah. like, if you it's fall, like, don't you're fall. done. don't yeah. fall, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you you fall, you're done. And it is, the, the level itself is probably a half hour long, about, ish something like that maybe longer and like you get zero health and you have to be on your game the entire way uh and and i haven't finished it so that's uh that's my number two darker side of the moon i'm looking at it here i i must not have done this one either because i would have remembered it there's no way i there's no way i got through this level i I did this level because that would definitely remember it holy cow uh, yeah. yeah, I just got switched. Definitely haven't played it. Get your Odyssey on. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say late. same on my boat. <laughs> uh, I, well, if you're looking for a good Mario game, Odyssey is a good Mario game. I had a lot of fun with Odyssey. Uh, Do you recommend that over... Like, I played, like, Super Mario Wii U was probably the last like Super Mario game I played. Would you recommend Odyssey over, like, the Super Mario for Switch? It's a totally different oh, game, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, but you like the other. Which one would you? Did pick? you like Galaxy on the Wii and all that? Did you like those? Yeah, I like Galaxy. That's, I like Galaxy a lot. Yeah, I would go with Odyssey, Odyssey then because like it's that. more yeah. 3D, like Super Mario okay. 3D World, the newest one that came out too. Well, the re- it's a, obviously a remake. It's not new, new, but though those I would recommend over the Super Mario Wii 3D or whatever because they're. Whatever, whatever the last one is, whatever that other one is, because it's that that one's two D. These are in three D format. So if you liked Audit, um, Galaxy, Galaxy, you'll like this one a yeah. lot. It's it's like the same exact game with yeah. new, diff- just some different stuff. You know, it's three D. You have Cappy. <laughs> it's all it's the same game with a couple different things. <laughs> Mario, it's the same thing no, with a new it's, cap. It's just like Sunshine, except instead of the uh, flood system, you use the hat. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's not far off. I mean, it's fucking it's different sunshine. levels. You have a hat. You... That was yeah, loud. Fuck. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yes, I would. Uh, I would recommend Odyssey. Strongly recommend. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Odyssey is definitely worth it. I mean, even if you have to pick one or the other, I would go with Odyssey over um, the Wii, whatever Wii one they came out with. Isn't it Wii U? Isn't it Mario? Yeah, Wii U? Mario Wii U. Is that the one? I the Wii U. I thought there was one that was for Switch that came out though. There's one that just no, came out for Switch. There was one that just came out for Switch. Switch Super Mario 3D World, um, but it's a remake, oh. Um, oh. which oh, is still a good the one. DS version of the DS version, yeah. and then there was one earlier that they did a uh, Super Mario Deluxe, which is a 2D, yeah. 2D game, which was off based I off had... the, it's it's the Wii game. The 2D Wii yeah, game. Yeah, that's the Wii game. 
Yeah. And then if, if you really want to feel nostalgic, Adam, they also have their uh, little bundle that they did for 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy yes. for the Switch. That's, well. yeah. that's what you bought. I got I did. it. I got it. Yeah. Ah, it's, Wait, uh, yeah. The first time I played Sunshine and Galaxy, so I was excited. First time we I talked about sunshine. sunshine. Did you like it? The super water mechanics. I uh, I did not like Sunshine. I really liked Galaxy. So. <laughs> yeah, it's good. That was the same way, but this was the first time I actually beat Sunshine because I never beat it on the GameCube because I got caught fucking tired of it. And I'm like, this sucks. I'm like, this is not. It's not yeah. that good. And then I'm like, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna power through it now that I got it for the Switch, and I, and I did. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't know how I beat Sunshine as a kid on the GameCube. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. I thought this was, I was like, this is stupid with this water mechanic. Water and then I just stopped playing. Fruit. Fucking Yoshi. Piece of shit. I didn't even get to Yoshi. I stopped before Yoshi. Really? That's when I quit on the GameCube was Yoshi. I'm like, I'm done. Like, I can't do it. I, I quit as soon as the level was like, oh yeah, you gotta kill like this paper manatee with the water, and it engulfed the entire world in goo, and I'm like, nope. Yeah. Nope. Done. Good. Fuck I'm out. This. <laughs> Ironically <laughs> enough, it is not on this list. For me. No, you got uh, you got some other uh, interesting ones on the rest of this list for you. Yeah, especially number two for me because well, let's hear number it really two. shows how old I actually am. Yeah, I, uh, this was uh, yeah your whole list besides <laughs> besides M Bison besides Street Fighter was like oh I know M Bison uh, oh don't know that one don't know that one what Yu Gi Oh <laughs> yeah all right fine uh, nerd <laughs> yeah, f- hey yeah, I fucking a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> hey I full heartedly admit I'm a nerd yeah. When I was, especially with, with number two hair. being, being uh, uh, Hai Shen from the Forbidden Memories Yu-Gi-Oh game, I didn't, there's actually something that I found out when I was doing this list, where there's actually one fight with him where you have to lose to him. You can't, you can't win. You can't beat him. You have to lose to him in a fight. You literally can't win. In the beginning win. of the game. You literally can't win, where it'll just be like, Oh, you might have beaten me, but I haven't given up yet. Goes into another duel. What? Because <laughs> he has all high-powered monsters. So it's like, all right, I know how to make this combination, and I know how to make this combination with this card. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. He's just going to have some higher attack points. It just blows me up in a turn. That's all I have to say about it. It's just annoying where it's just like, oh, you think you're that good? Yeah, no, we purposefully program this motherfucker to have like the best cards that and he has something because you're supposed to have five cards in your hand in the Yu-Gi-Oh series for everyone who's listening that actually played Yu-Gi-Oh like like me you have five cards in your hand there's literally a card that says if you have this card and four other pieces in your hand you automatically win the game this motherfucker had that card constantly (laughs) fuck (laughs) him That's, how you, that's fair. Just make sure the computer wins. Yeah. I don't see how you just keep playing this stuff. I would have been like, this is dumb. I'm done playing this. Oh, yeah. I have. I Just like everyone else's number two, I haven't beaten this game because this guy just <laughs> randomly goes, here's this high attack powered card. <laughs> Fuck you. I have automatic win bullshit. I'm not touching this game. Screw this. <laughs> yep. What's it called? That. It's called I Win. How do you play? Yeah, I basically. Win. What? I Win. 
And then, like I said, early on where it's like, oh, yeah, I actually know how to beat him and everything. Oh, this is easy. Early on in, the like, the story mode where it's like, no, you have to lose to him. What do you mean I have to lose to him? The fuck is this bullshit? I came to win these games. Cheat motherfucking computers, man. That's how you lose to the Seahawks all the time. That's right. Fuck those Seahawks. I don't know. It's that 13th man or whatever. 12th man? How many men? I couldn't win. Yeah, this guy looks like Jafar from Aladdin. Are you sure you're... He sure, you're in the right does. game. Yeah, he kind of does. Right. Well, it's supposed to be based on ancient Egypt, so. Yeah. Well, okay. Maybe. But yeah, no, this motherfucker, the the bane of every single person's existence, and probably if you played this game and you played Yu-Gi-Oh, you quit playing Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Just do the Big Daddy. You got a Big Daddy sound clip. I win because I win, oh, right? Oh yeah. Every time he has same cards, he still wins. Or he has different cards, he still wins. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Hip hop? Hip hop and others? <laughs> <laughs> Damn you! You gave him the easy ones. Uh, love it. Oh, Lord. All right. Before you get to our number ones. We do play commercials on this show, AJ, as well. So we got to give some love to those sponsors and play a few commercials. So before we do number ones, here we go. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now a word from my god, our sponsor. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. This is your boy, King Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com.
Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right. Even though we only have one this topic. This is my yard now. <laughs> this is my yard now. There you go. <laughs> that was a wrestling reference. He <laughs> likes that one. It all stops at, uh, like, as of, like, 2017, I stopped watching. But, you know, not much has changed. I could kind of guess what's happening. Except yeah, that's it's all fair. Virtual. That that that's is fair. Still, that, is that still the case? Yes, it is. Still, yeah. With yeah. like the screen screens and shit. Yep. I'll like, never like still a virtual coming team. out and doing his bit as if an audience was still there and being like, "Wow, this is going to be bad." <laughs> and I didn't watch it after that. What? <laughs> what? Nobody was in the crowd. Respond to him, so he just said what to himself. Started to do, yeah, and, then, and then like one of the commentators had to be like, "Yeah, I, I, I'm a, I, I could do this. I'm a nerd. I like this." <laughs> Iron goddamn. Oh fuck, Byron. All right. Welcome. I brought it. You're welcome. Number ones. Yay. Here we go. Even though we don't have a final topic, I'm gonna play the final topic thing anyway because it's cool. And uh, yeah, here we go. Finish him. All right, AJ. Give us your number one most difficult boss. Oh my god, it's like seizure time over there. I know. So it's going with the music. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't have the long hair to headbang, so he has to like headphone. Yeah, I headphone. don't move my head. I just move the phone. It makes it look like I'm moving my head. That's smart. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. Don't get old age gets you wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my number one, and I know no one's played the game. I'm not. I I already know. So there was a uh, there was a video game franchise that came out for the PlayStation Two that was based off of actually an anime called Dot Hack. Yeah, take that Sword Art Online, you fucking bastards. There was already a video game that came out for anime. Anyway. Say what? So they had a four-part game. Yeah, I know, Adam, you're shrugging. (laughs) (laughs) I was answering Dan with a visual because no one can see my visuals. (laughs) But there was a four-part series where each game had, like, there was four games that came out. It was called Quarantine, Outbreak, Mutation, and uh, Outbreak, Mutation... Infection was the first one, and uh, Quarantine was the last one. Go figure, because I actually played this in March last year. That worked out. So the first boss that they ever introduced was some random... Random whatever, as we get 
cute little music from someone. <laughs> what the hell was that? I don't know who that was. That wasn't me. I was just like, where did that come from? <laughs> that was interesting. I, know. <laughs> I was like, am I the only one hearing this? <laughs> oh, that might have been me. <laughs> Damn it, Dan. I don't know. But, um, we're we're told that there's like there's a bunch of big bosses and whatnot, and you know you have to play each one in every single game, and there's like eight in total for whatever ungodly reason. But you only get one in the first game. Outbreak. It it's, it infection. Sorry, keep getting it mixed up. It's fine. Yeah, you're like level thirty. That's the max level in all of the gear that you can get. Yay! It's cute. Yay! That, that that is not first boss theme. That is not what you hear for a first boss. That is what you hear for a final boss, <laughs> where it's you hear the wailing moans and the piano and everything going distorted. I absolutely fucking hate this boss. Like I said in my review, I ha- I haven't cursed the entire review on on Chairshot.com. But fuck this boss. If you don't have, like, every way to cure every status ailment or resurrect every single party member on a whim or just potions in general, you're screwed. You don't have to buy the other three games because you're just going to be stuck on this one forever. I literally had to go broke in the game, make sure I had 99 of everything to attempt to beat this boss and i still couldn't even then he has a move that will one hit ko your healer you don't have a tank he will just stop time randomly and use a move for himself literally boss and everything he stands for he's called the terror of death for a reason because it's death to the money that you have in the game and death to your inventory <laughs> Fuck Skeeth. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about it. Never played it, so I can't rebuttal that, but uh, it doesn't make me want to play it, really. I mean... No. No. <laughs> no. I, I don't well, blame you. It's I an RPG. Dan's not playing it. That's true. No. It's true. It's not, it, the worst part is... The basis of the game is you're in an MMORPG, but it's just a normal RPG. That doesn't make... What? Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Your friend randomly tells you, like, yeah, this game is cool, let's play it. And then, like, the world gets hacked because of this game for some reason. It has an interesting story. It's just... Fuck this boss. (laughs) Got it. Hmm. Okay, that's that works for me. Yeah, <laughs> true. The, yeah. Like, like this boss single-handedly made sure that I'm like I kind of don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> if every boss is like this, uh, fuck that. <laughs> uh, right off the bat, too. I love it. <laughs> you should try it, Dan. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, that totally. sounds up your up your alley. Yeah, yeah. I'll like, even play, be honest. I try for free I mean. to help you play it. <laughs> Nope, I'm good. I'm good. I'll find something else. All right, Drew. What do you got? Number oh, one. Okay. I think I know what it is. Well, I wonder what it is. So it is not Darklings. 
satisfactory. It, it, it ties into Dark Link, though. Uh, it is satisfactory the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> Half-Life 2, uh, whatever. You played that recently, right? <laughs> oh, Alex. Half-Life Alex. I didn't even think it should have put stuff in here. Damn it. Jeff would have been good. Uh, Jeff it. is an honorable honorable mention for sure. Yeah. Um, good call. Awesome. <laughs> Thank Jeff, you. man. Uh, this is this is not Jeff. This is not uh, satisfactory. Although the spiders in satisfactory might have been a good call too. Uh, but this is the water temple in Ocarina of Time. The entire temple, the entire fucking temple. That is the hardest boss in all of Ocarina of Time and almost all of Zelda. In yeah, I would say all of Zelda. The water temple not a bad, is the not hardest a bad call. level. Uh, water temple, Ocarina of Time. So uh, the water temple includes a 3D maze where you're constantly having to raise and lower the water level to try to figure out what the next room you can get into and where the next key is and oh, do I have to go here? Oh, now i got to put my boots on and go to the bottom and now i got to come back up. Oh, wait, I already went this way. I can't do anything over here. It is a freaking maze and you can barely find your way through. And then about halfway through the water temple... You meet Dark Link, the person who was on Ooh. your list, Dan. Who? You meet Dark Link, and you have to battle Dark Link, uh, who will constantly just parry and mimic everything you do. And it's almost random. It's almost like you have to just randomly do something different, and it hits them. Uh, and then you can defeat them. And then you still have to keep going through the rest of the temple. Uh, and then I think it's Morpha. I'm going to go with Morpha, although I'm not sure if that's right, if that's the name of the final boss in uh, the Water Temple. But uh, And then you do have to defeat the final boss, who is actually not that difficult. But it was it was enough of a problem to get through the entire Water There's Temple Morpha. as it was. Morpha, thank you. Good call. Uh, so Water Temple, Ocarina of Time, number one on my list. I have completed it, uh, unlike... Oh, there's one, number one and number two. I know that's generally something that reserved for something you haven't done. Uh, in the years since uh, my youth, I have completed the Water Temple, but uh, it's still a pain in the ass. <laughs> hey, it can be it can be completed. It doesn't have to be something you didn't complete. That's for sure. Uh, no, because like I said, number five on my list was was specifically Dark Link um, to that Water Temple. But you're right. I mean, the entire Water Temple itself was a pain in the ass, um, and it, it harkened back to the uh, A Link to the Past, which is my favorite Zelda game, and there's a water yep. temple in that as well that is also, in a sense, similar to it, where you have to backtrack a lot, you have to raise and lower water levels to where you can mm-hmm. get to certain areas and things like that, and this took it to uh, <laughs> a whole new level, a, three, a 3D level. Uh, you know, oh! Hey! Um, and it was just, yeah, it was just a ridiculous, difficult level. And, yeah, you get to this one part where you get into a room and you walk to the you walk in and there's nothing going on, but there's this little island kind of in the middle and you're like, okay, what the fuck is happening? 
Uh, and you keep oh. walking to the next door and the door's locked and you turn around and your shadow's gone. And all of a sudden your shadow's standing over there and now you have to fight it. It's like, what? Yes. And it can do everything you do. And like, you have to figure out does. how to defeat that. And it's like, okay, well, my normal sword strikes aren't going to work because it's going to parry every single one of them. And you have to figure out, like, can I use a different weapon? Is there some other way to defeat this? And it sucks. <laughs> and it is really difficult. <laughs> and that was, yeah, that's why it was number five on my list. Because it was just, it, just one of those guys where it's just, like, you got to figure yep. out what the hell's going on and how to basically defeat yourself. Because yeah. you know all your own moves, and you got to come up with something different. Like, man, that was just a good, good level itself. Like you said, Drew, just on its own, the whole level yeah. was just pain in the ass. I, I like how for Dan for number five, he was tunnel visioned on Dark Link, but Drew saw the entire like <laughs> picture, yeah. like he saw the entire frame. Like, God, yeah, no. this is no. <laughs> <laughs> it's. It's just it's it's funny that you know you had Dark Link on your list, Dan, because like Dark Link is just a part of this entire level that was just such a, like just so difficult that it's it's wild. Uh, I completely agree that Dark Link deserves a place on uh, someone's top five on on their own, but man, like uh, being being that Dark Link is just a part of the Water Temple. And you have all these other things going on. Uh, I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't put just Dark Link. It had to be the whole thing. If I'm remembering that level correctly, just getting into that level was a pain in the ass, right? It is. Like, you, did have you, have to, to, you have to figure you have out to... how to get underwater to find the entrance. Well, you have to drain uh, Lake Hylia somehow. If I remember correctly, you have yeah. to drain the lake in order Ooh. to get the water level low enough for you to be able to enter it, and then yeah, and. And you have to figure out how to get the Zor armor so that you can breathe underwater and the metal boots so you can actually sink underwater. So it's a whole build-up to being able to even even get into that temple. That yeah, it's and then I think uh, half the time I think if I remember correctly, you have the hook shot and half of the temple you're looking and you're like, Man, there's a spot for me to hook shot right over there, but I I can't freaking reach it. How do I reach it? And then all of a sudden you realize, like, oh, I have to get this super long hook shot, and then I can reach it. That's yeah. It was just, it's like, it's you're constantly confused because you see things, you're like, I should be able to do something with this, but then you quickly realize, like, you can't. And you know, you look somewhere and you're like, I should be able to get there. It's just like if I could just jump a little bit further, I could get right to the final boss. And it's like you can't. You have to wait until you get to a certain. You know, have the right uh, long hook shot and put the water at the exact right level, and then you can get to where you're wanting to go. So. And, and, and throwing the metal boots is also another added bonus where it was like, oh, now I have to figure out when I have to put on the metal boots to make sure mm -hmm. I go under the water and, and do everything else too. Well, and that, that, was, a, that was a thing that they changed in uh, Ocarina of Time 3D that was a pain in the ass on the 64 version that I had played. So on the 64 version, to equip and unequip the boots, you actually need to go to the pause menu and then go over to the right menu and equip and unequip. Whereas, at least in Zelda in Ocarina of Time 3D, which I think was on the 
3DS, I think. Um, they actually just had it as a quick, quick equip, quick equip. So it was like the X or Y button. You could just assign it to the X or Y, and then put them on and off. Man, what a what a time saver that is! Because you're constantly having to sink down to the bottom and then take your boots off so you can swim up to the next level and this and that. So, yeah, it's a uh, it's a monster. There you go, Adam. That sounds like something I never am gonna play. Uh, you know, when well. when they release them for the Switch for the thirty fifth anniversary, I'm still I'm still holding out hope. Oh, yeah. uh, you'll have to play it. You'll have to play it. Two weeks before it comes out, we'll know, and then I'll be like, "Oh shit, get ready to buy it for yeah. seventy dollars." Even though the thirty, technically the thirty fifth anniversary is passed, but there's, I think there's more to come. So we've we've talked about I'm this. Open. There's there's <laughs> well, 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 the thirty fifth anniversary of the first Zelda's passed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a whole year. That's right. It's Zelda Two. That's the one they're focused on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they redo the whole thing. I'm in. <laughs> All right, Adam, give us your number one. Uh, so I had my quick couple pop into my head. So I had to really like search and think, like see suggestions to like this. Once it, I remembered this and it triggered my mind. That was all I could think about being the hardest and because of what goes into it. So I don't think any of you guys, well, I don't know about you, AJ, if you played Destiny. But uh, Destiny with uh, the House of Wolves and uh, the, I want to say it's Skolas. I don't know if I'm saying it right because I really don't remember. Skolas? this game. Yeah. Was it it's Skolas? Yes. Skolas. Right. We're just going to say Skolas. <laughs> uh, so House of Wolves. I think we got a title. So, <laughs> skull ass. Uh, so for Destiny, we've talked about this. Uh, grind, loot, shoot. That's all you do. And you just keep doing it over it's and over favorite. and over for no real payoff, except for you're getting more loot, right? You're getting levels to get loot, to do harder shit. Um, with this one, uh, when it was made, it was what it's like one of the hardest things. It was in, almost impossible to beat. So with Destiny... When you got to certain points, you could start playing with others in raid missions and strike missions. And when you're really addicted, you play the new missions every single week to get the best loot you can that no one else is getting for who knows what, what reason, but that's what you do for your whole life. Um, the strikes, oh, I hope I have this right because I don't remember fully. Strikes, you can play with three people. There was uh, matchmaking, so you didn't always have to play with others that you knew. When you did the raids, it was six people, up to six people, depending on the raid. And you had to have a group or you played by yourself. Like, there was no matchmaking. So, this was huge in Reddit back in the day where it was like, you would go on Reddit just to find people to play with if you didn't have friends playing at that time. So, that huge community on Reddit. Um, back in the day, was that like two years ago? 15, that's back in the day. <laughs> Uh, that's back in the day. Yeah. Because now all you have to do is just look up a Discord channel and it's like, oh, people are still yeah. doing this. Awesome. Okay, boomer. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that just showed my age. <laughs> we so have the... to come up with like an okay millennial. Or what are you guys? Gen yeah. Z? I don't know. What Snowflakes. Is it? Snowflakes. 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 Yeah. Snowflakes, yes. What do they have on yeah. SNL? Come on. You got to. Okay, Snowflake. Find me a, find okay, me a soundbite, guys. <laughs> you tell me. I don't watch it enough. Adam Drawers. Where's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. we'll find we'll find something. Uh, Here, I'll start. We'll go with this for now. For now, 
What a pansy. There. There you go. That's fine. That's good. That's perfect. Snowflake pansy, close enough. Um, <laughs> Dynamite drop in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. Sorry. Got a tangent. Major League reference. I'll Got take it up. every time. Uh, so the um, with this one, uh, this was when it was like with Reddit, you would watch clips of how people beat things and how they did it. Uh, there was modifiers. So all of his minions, which typically killed you more than even he did uh, when trying to take on these battles, they had a certain type of weapon, which was like an arc weapon against you. And the modifier would be an arc enhancer, where if you got hit at all, you were down instantly based on trying just to play the hardest level to get the best loot. And the way to beat these was with your team, you would basically have a bait guy going in one at a time and you would slowly progress, like progress through the game. You would spend hours just to beat these things and just trying to get to the next checkpoint so you could just reset. And that was this. It was so difficult that Bungie uh, removed the burn modifiers so that players could actually win the game. So, like, that's just like it was impossible to literally win with a group of people working together trying to do it and like watching the videos of how people used to beat the raids alone, not just this boss uh, overall, where it was like, jumping up into like hidden corners where like they the weapon couldn't hit you at an angle because if you got hit once you were down like it hardest thing i think i've ever done i spent so many hours playing destiny uh at that time i was a produce manager i had a couple people buddies i worked with uh that were in my department i would schedule us all to work the early shift together so that we'd all Just get out play of Destiny. We'd get out of work at the exact same time, <laughs> all head home, and get on Destiny and just play until all night. Like I'd make sure we all head off the next day, and we would just—that's it. We just played, and I lived with at the time my fiance, now wife, uh, and we had the one TV. She'd come home, I'd just be right in front of the apartment door, just on the sticks going, and she's just like, "Are you ever gonna like talk to me again, or <laughs> is this all you do?" <laughs> Yes, this is my life now. Yeah. <laughs> destiny was Say my what? life. It was <laughs> this is literally my destiny. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Boom. Skull ass. <laughs> Skull ass is my destiny. <laughs> isn't isn't destiny another one where you have to you have to log in every day to do stuff? Yes. That one was uh, there was rotating things. I don't remember daily to begin with. I know Destiny Two had daily, uh, but destiny like the first one had weekly things rotate so if you missed it you're missing out on loot that everybody else is getting Ugh, you're not yep. going to get loot again <laughs> so <Yep. laughs> the fucking loot slasher games are the talking worst. About, man. i i back then that's all i lived for it was like literally to play destiny <laughs> with the bullshit boss that they had to patch because they made it too difficult <laughs> Yeah, see, this is what I'm not missing. Like, Destiny, like, obviously, you know, with Halo and everything was so good, and, and then they came out with Destiny, and I was, like, oh, super excited for it, and then just, I started playing it and seeing where it was going, and everything was, like, not your yeah, kind of game. sucks. <laughs> you know, so looking forward to it, because I love Halo, but fuck that, man. Welcome to every multiplayer online game ever. Yeah. Yes, correct. At least uh, you guys didn't remember, but Dinklebot. At least the OG players of Destiny, you got to have Dinklebot until they. <laughs> what took are you talking? The game. That was the title <laughs> of one of the episodes, <laughs> the Dinklebot. I, yes. 
Troy, <laughs> Troy Baker that replaces him. I can't remember though. Uh, <laughs> perfect. Just a cash cash grab with no effort at all on his part. Loved it. I love it. I love it. All right. Are we ready for the last one? I get the honor of yep. giving the last you one. Do. Go for it. This is great. Game. You ready for this? Adam, Calm. you mentioned you mentioned patience. And this is one of the games of ultimate patience and timing. And not even playing for the like the ultimate win, but you're playing just to survive and win on a decision. And it's zero zero seven three seven three five nine six three. Does anybody know what that is? Zero zero seven three seven three five nine six three. That is the code. That is the ultimate code to get to our theme for getting into our topics, and that is Mike Tyson for Mike Tyson's punch out. And screw Mr. Sandman. I'm talking Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's punch out is number one for me for the one of the hardest, hardest bosses I've ever fought. And one of the most memorable, especially growing up, playing for the NES. Just a grind getting to him for one. The lucky, luckily, though, you have a passcode to get to it, and that's one of the, and one of the reasons I remember it because it was such a memory. It's burned into my brain that that code to get to Mike Tyson <laughs> to play him, because just getting to him was a was a pain in the ass enough getting through the final circuit. But then fighting Mike Tyson, the the precision that you have to have to basically know the timing of everything because that was all it was was a timing game right the whole thing was a timing game and and knowing when to duck and when to block and when to move for each different character that you fought mike tyson was basically no different but it was i know i've watched the the speed game the speed rounds and everything on youtube people can't you can knock him out you can't knock him down and things like that but like this again. This was well before, you know, the internet. You had to figure that shit out on your own. You had to fight Mike Tyson a thousand times to get that timing of when he blinks. You know, the jabs coming when he winks. You know, the hooks coming when he. You know, I don't know what else it was. I can't remember. It's been a while, but and it and it's so fast. Like when you get to him, like you have a split second to duck out of the way and don't block because you block, you're fucked. You got to move. And yeah, if he one, hits you once, hit you're, you're hard down. That's it. You want to hit you once, you're down. And you know, boxing three, t- you get knocked down three times, it's over. And that's it. You get one. He hits you with one punch, it's done. And if you try and block a punch, you're immediately all your hearts are wiped out, and you can't block again. So don't bother. <laughs> and if you want to get a punch on him, all you're doing is playing for points uh, to win on decision. That's about all you're trying to do, and you have to get whatever. I think it was 5,000 points in three rounds to win on decision, and that was hard enough uh, just to avoid his punches, let alone to hit a few punches of your own on counters to get to 5,000 points. Uh, I remember playing that one thousands of times just to try and finally, finally beat Mike Tyson 
uh, was one of the greatest moments of my life, and I think I've only beat him once, and I retired from Mike Tyson's punch-out at that point, because there's no greater feeling when you finally defeat Mike Tyson on Mike Tyson's punch-out, I'm telling you. And if you haven't done it, go play it, because I remember when when we went, you mentioned when we went to the Garcade there, uh, whatever it was, two years ago now, that yep. Mike Tyson's punch-out was there, and I played it, and yeah. flew through the first rounds. I'm like, I remember all of this. I remember all of these. Got through everybody until I got to the major circuit. And was I got the, I think, Soda Papinski. And I'm like, I got my ass kicked at that point. But, like, <laughs> that, was, that was the first time I picked it up since, whatever, the last time I probably fought Mike Tyson and beat him. And it was like, that's just like, that's how seared it gets into your brain because yep. of that repetition that you have to do to mm-hmm. get through every single guy. Uh, and that's why that's the most difficult for me because it was, it was everything of just a pain in the ass. It was patience. It was timing. It was that repetition and knowing how to, you had to do it precisely to finally beat him. And when you finally beat him, it felt like the greatest thing in the world. Uh, so for me, number one, give me Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson's punch out. I love it. It's a good yeah. one. It is. I mean, not not everyone can be Glass Joe in the first round. <laughs> yeah. Good old one in ninety nine there. He's... <laughs> Little Mac is going to take him down. Yeah. And you know, and and the extra secret that you got to know too is if you're uh, got beat up in one round, you hit that old select button, and uh, your coach there, uh, Brown, will uh, patch you a little harder on the shoulder there and uh, when you start the next round all of a sudden your your health goes up just a little bit so a little trick of the trade there if you don't know that one if you need some more health hit the select button in between rounds there, and then you if you want to just fight mike tyson zero zero seven three seven three five nine six three never forget <laughs> and if you ever never want to get forget. dad's phone that's passcode to his phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, don't do that. It's a work phone. Don't say that out loud. I gotta change it. Damn it. <laughs> uh, honorable. Anybody you want to throw out before we close out the show? Honorable mentions. Um, oh yeah. I got a couple. I'll uh, I'll throw them out first, and you guys can go after here since I finished off. Uh, yeah. Jaws. Do you ever play Jaws mm. for the NES? Um, I put it on there as difficult because like the game itself is actually a lot of fun. Uh, but getting to Jaws when you get caught, like, cause you can get, you can get face to face with Jaws immediately off the top of the game. Uh, but you have no chance of beating him or doing anything at the beginning. You got to kind of level up a bit. And even when you get to it, I've still never beat him because it goes to like this 3d, uh, thing and you're supposed to harpoon him and i don't know how to fucking do it (laughs) like like the rest of the the rest of the game is so fun but i don't know how to kill him uh and i'll keep going back and playing that game just because the game's fun uh and then uh the last one is uh (laughs) this is fun the nes advantage uh the nes power pad track and field versus cheetah Go figure that one out. You got the power pad that you have to that you stand on, and you have to and you run like track and field, 
the big power pad, you have to run on it like track and field, and you have to do hurdles and a sprint. And you go through a handful of difficult, a handful of uh, runners that you have to beat. And the last last one's either Bobcat or Cheetah. I can't remember which is which, which order. But I remember trying my ass off to try and finally beat him. One of those where, like, you'd, you'd talk yourself up and you'd stretch, like, I got to kick your ass this time, you know, when you were a little kid. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to do it and stretching out your legs. And, yeah, and then you have to beat him in a race. And then you finally beat him in the race. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of the same thing as Mike Tyson's punch out. You know, you finally win, and it's like, yes. So, that's it. That's it for me. Let's we go, birds. We want to go back in order? Let's work our way back. Adam, what you got? Uh, so I, I'll have a couple, and I'll go quick, because I know last time we did this, I took just as much time on my honorable mentions. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I had, a couple cro- I had a couple Destiny ones, because once I started thinking Destiny, that popped in my head a bunch. But Crota from Destiny 2, because I also was addicted with Destiny 2 until the second expansion where I was like, why do I do this to myself? And I finally just stopped playing it. Um, Crota was the same thing, except it was all about endurance and patience, which, as I've said, is not me. And then doing that with a group of people where not only are you all frustrated, you're frustrated with each other, and then you do that for hours. So that repaying the ass. Um, I joked to start this by saying leg switching because uh, my with Call of Duty, if you can't defeat the other guy, it's because they're a leg switcher and then you died because of leg. So I that was my joke. Because um, how can I merc people with the internet legs and I die from it? I thought uh, you were saying I, leg. Are you saying leg? Leg switching. Lag or leg? It's the same word. It doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like the thing attached you to your head wall, or you switch. You do the switch. My player freezes, yours doesn't, you kill me, I come back dead when you switch it back. Leg switching. L-A-G. Okay. There it is. It's a joke. Anybody who played Call of Duty and you're a teenager, when this got really popular multiplayer, if you died, it wasn't your fault you died. It had to have been the other player cheating. So that that's why. Got you gotcha. fucking boomer. Th- that's okay. why you hear the joke that okay, you know, my opponent's cheating, what the hell. <laughs> yeah, see? They're cheating. I should have beat them. I should have shot them first. So I'm I, faster. Anyway. So I said every time uh, I Rainbow lost the game of Madden. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Rainbow Road 64. Like the. Oh, that's a good one. That's, that's a boss level. You you had to have patience to make it through that entire, like the longest, I think, Mario race there is, right? Um, not easy. Uh, and then um, I put. The other one, it's funny because they're all 64 games. Donkey Kong 64 uh, with facing whatever the fuck Oh, the boxing is. thing, right? Uh, you had to do the 12 rounds boxing yeah. and there was no progress. Um, and then that reminded me of Donkey Kong Country, which was not easy for me at the time being a little kid. I couldn't beat the birds on the levels. I had to have a friend beat the game for me. Um, uh, I, I think exactly you face seven. You face like six or seven bosses. Two of them are birds. Um, you got King, whatever, Croc, dude. Uh, those popped into my head as difficult. And then uh, I think that was all I could think of. Oh, my other joke one was Kevin Spacey from Call of Duty. Uh, just because. <laughs> uh, <laughs> press F to pay respects. Nice. <laughs> yeah, press F to pay respects. <laughs> 
I love it. That is uh, so good that that was a thing because now everyone just F. Everyone says F in chat now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was uh, King K- King Crusher K Rule was your yes. Donkey Kong Shabashi. boxing guy. Anyways, Drew. Yes. I got nothing. Nothing. I barely got a list of five it's together. My so. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. I love it. All right, AJ. Perfect. Uh, Any other that you had in mind besides the top five you put on the chairshot.com there? Uh, there's a good amount. I like I like Rainbow Road for the 64, but I think another difficult one for uh, Mario Kart 64 was Yoshi's Mountain, where you didn't know where the hell your position was because yeah. no one knew exactly where the hell they were at until the end. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to drive around. Oh, yeah, there's eight drivers. You are question mark out of eighth. Yes. So am I in first? Am I in second? Crosses the line first. Oh, okay, thank God. Oh my God. <laughs> so that's definitely one. Uh, I mean, there's a couple of Final Fantasy ones just because I'm the Final Fantasy nerd. I love Final Fantasy. Boring. Playing one of them. I played one. I played one of them when I was when I was younger. I played Final Fantasy two for the Super NES. God, I'm sorry because everyone hates that one with a passion. It was terrible. <laughs> no wonder you hate uh, those style games. Yeah. You, you played the one that every single person in every single Final Fantasy community hates. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> but, it, I mean, there's a lot of Final Fantasy ones, like Sephiroth, like Sean said for his mentions. Uh, there's a couple more in 7 and 8 and even 9 that I played religiously that I wanted to throw a controller when I was about like 5 years old, but that's besides the point. Mm. But uh, the two more that stand out, because Dan, I know you drool over this thing all yes. the time whenever oh, I show oh, it. Fucker. Shit, I didn't even think about those. My good old Game Boy Pocket. Uh, there, there was a Star Wars Game Boy game that came out that I hated with a passion because I could never get past uh, getting to the Death Star because you had to be precise when you shot everything. The lightsaber was so goddamn clunky with Luke. But yeah, every level still... garbage. Exactly, because it was a Game Boy game for Star Wars. And then another one was... um. It was the Looney Tunes where you had to play as Bugs Bunny and you had to save Lola yes. for the game for the Game Boy, where it, unless I if I didn't know the passcode gift to get to the last level, yeah, there was no way I was beating that game. I, I and and just like you with Mike Tyson, I remember the passcode gift for whatever ungodly reason because okay. I'm like I can't play this. <laughs> oh yeah, the codes are like four letters and they're all words. Size, gift, turn, and stuff like that. Like no, no, gift. Remember gift, get to the second to last level, beat the boss that is the giant witch. We're good. I don't nice. need to play anymore. <laughs> oh man. You just like brought this whole thing of games I didn't even think about. But <laughs> I couldn't beat Pokemon Yellow for my whole, like half my life. I think like I would I couldn't get through all of the uh, all of the uh, trainers. I couldn't do it. I just didn't couldn't do it. Yep, there we go. 
That's the one. In the queue right there already. In the pocket in general. Oh, I didn't even think about those. Oh, and what popped in my head while you were talking was Saints Row 2. Uh, I broke a controller and a headset because I couldn't beat the final level of Saints Row 2. And it was something stupid. Like, you're just in a helicopter shooting, like, lights or something. And I, I just couldn't do it. And I just fucked this and just threw it all at the wall. <laughs> it was done. <laughs> ah, fucking video games. That's why we love them. They bring out the best of us and the worst of us. <laughs> Memorable moments. That's what it's all about. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps up everything right there. So uh, thanks, AJ, for joining us. Thanks for kicking everything yeah. off with the wonderful article on thechairshot.com of your top five most hated, difficult bosses. Why don't you... You're all over the place, so try and narrow down where everything, where they can find you all over the Twitterverse and all over thechairshot.com. Well, for the chair shot, you can find me doing WWE reviews. I know I did the Elimination Chamber a little bit ago. We really don't know what. So, and so good, we lost him. He, so he's so he hung up all over the place <laughs> that he just disappeared. He eliminated himself. He has. He's, no. he's got another podcast to record right now. <laughs> eliminated from the podcast. I was going to make a chamber. comment, but they they still do that thing, that gimmick. Man, cool. <laughs> Hilarious. I think that was a mic drop. Is what he just did there. He really did. Uh, he apparently lost Wi-Fi, which is fantastic. Well, you can find him at the chair shot. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, hit it. Where else? Where else can they find him? The Just Twitter Google verse. AJ. That'll do it. <laughs> Google nice. phenomenal AJ. You'll find him right away. That's funny though. Actually, if you look uh, on Twitter at phenomenal AJB, that is where you will find him all over mm-hmm. the Twitterverse. And like he said. He's all over the chairshot.com. He's doing, he did all the NWA stuff. And since that's been a little bit on hiatus, he's been doing a lot of WWE, uh, a lot of reviews, elimination chambers, all the kind of pay per view type of stuff. He's been doing a lot of that. Uh, articles all over the place, too. So, uh, including video game stuff because he loves video games just as much as we do. So, make sure you go all over the chairshot.com. Find him, find all of us all over the podcast section, all over the entertainment section. Yep. We've got wrestling. We've got sports as well. Uh, Three Man Weave is back. Bandwagon nerds talking all sorts of stuff from television. I know they're talking a lot of WandaVision stuff, which I'm looking forward to watching. I've been waiting uh, to for them to drop everything. I want, I want to binge watch the whole thing. That's That's a good idea. And I'll tell you what though, like it flies because they are, not long episodes. Yeah, that's what I like. Seven minutes. Yeah. It says thirty-seven minutes. The episode is done in twenty-two. It's all fucking credits. It's yeah. like the last ten minutes. <laughs> well, the credits, and then there's probably like, oh, the recap of the last episode, and <laughs> yeah, that yeah. starts it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's our plan. That's we like, uh, binge watch it. It's like I just binged uh, Mandalorian. <sighs> so Man. good. That's uh, so good. that last episode. For yeah, the second good. season? Yeah, yeah, the second season's literally phenomenal. 
yeah. amazing. Yeah. It just makes it show how bad the movies were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we'll do that. I don't know what that means. Well, uh, so yeah, go. Uh, you we'll know, do that. Go all we'll over the chairshot.com. I'm gonna cut that out. Go all over <laughs> chairshot.com and <laughs> go find out. anything you like. Now <laughs> it's a rough day. It's a rough day, man. Oh my god! And I have drank a lot in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. When did you start today? Did you start at like nine a.m. like I did, or? I, my boss. Well, I I won't say my boss is on right now. Um, so I won't say that I, I started drinking before four. Right? Uh, five? Six, how about six? Uh, seven. When when is it acceptable though to What's start drinking? Okay? I mean, I'm at while you're home. working. Like when it's your time or I'm at home. Like if I'm putting the extra time, it's not acceptable to start drinking while you're working. <laughs> well, Just put that out there. Does that count? It depends on what you do for work. Yeah, I mean, I'm a telecommute man. Does that does doesn't count for something? Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, hey, look, everybody! AJ's back. Yeah, I came hey. back because my Wi-Fi decided to say nope. We, we, we don't want you to hear all the social medias and stuff that AJ's. Well, doing. we went ahead and told everybody where they can find you, but you are welcome yeah, to reiterate, it. or uh, one of our favorite words of the week, uh, elucidate. Oh, or what's God. the other one? You didn't even say it right. Adjudicate. You said it wrong. Adjudicate. 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 Well, I like elucidate that one. is elucidate. my favorite. My that's my <laughs> word is elucidate because <laughs> adjudicate is apparently the word of the week. So tell us, Pretty tell sure us again <laughs> where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on thechairshot.com doing WWE reviews, video game uh, reviews, just like the idea that we had for today's show. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. And you can find both Dan and I on the uh, DWI podcast, which will be airing tomorrow, actually. I sure hope so. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Depends on what Tony's doing, but... <laughs> yeah. Might depend on what I'm doing. I might come down to me, <laughs> honestly. Unfortunately, this week, it might come down to me. But, you know, fine. we'll figure it out. So, all right. I think that's it then. We play this little music in the background, AJ, if you haven't listened. Uh, while we close out the show, I, even though I kind of went over it already, but, you know, follow everything, like AJ said. Follow him on thechairshot.com. Follow us all over thechairshot.com. All your entertainment, all your wrestling needs. Go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash chairshot. Get a t shirt. You've got a winner's you t shirts out there, plus all the other chairshot stuff. T shirts are out. For everything, follow us on Twitter and on Facebook at a winner is you. The letter U, a winner is you. And like AJ said, the DWI podcast is out there as well. You can follow that at podcast DWI or Facebook.com slash DWI podcast. And I think that'll do it for episode 25. We hit the quarter century. Yep. Look how long it took. It's great. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. It's been a lot of fun, but just remember that it is dangerous to game alone. Take us.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.